Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. We're super excited to be joined today by Brittany and Octavian. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Hola. Hello. Uh, this is episode 61, Forever Exile. This is our Christmas and New Year's episode because it will come out after Christmas, before New Year's, but we won't record until after New Year's, I think. Right? What? That work? Yeah. The, today's the 23rd for it us. It depends what you're... You are crazy. Uh, this will come out sometime after Christmas, but Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yeah. When you hear this. Uh, <laughs> just a real quick shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what our Patreon has, uh, it's got access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we take our pants off and just have fun. Unless we have guests, then pants stay on. Well, no, pan- then <laughs> pants are optional. They're optional. Right, right, right. It's not a requirement anymore. Especially for returning guests. Uh, okay, so let's get into how you your week, but I want to hear from uh, BK and Octavian. What was your guys' week like? We're on Wednesday, so I don't know how long you're... I don't know when your week starts and ends. Does it ever end? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> if you looked at your calendar, are you a Sunday to Sunday? A Monday to Monday? What are you guys? It's just eternal. <laughs> we've we've been going through some some schedules, swapping and stuff recently, and it's it should be settling more into a... a regular routine going forwards but yeah we just swapped from essentially being nocturnal to being diurnal and that does play a number on your sense of time were you both uh are you both swapping your times pretty much yeah wow not the stream times but the times that we sleep Mm -hmm. yeah okay bk essentially went from streaming at the end of her day to streaming at the start of her day and and you're streaming in the middle of the day now uh yeah yeah okay pretty much I, I'm just, uh, I mean, we're both back on regular people's schedules. <laughs> a normal Aww. human schedule. A normal human schedule. Uh, how long has it been on that for? Mm. A couple of days. What is time? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be a deep podcast. Wow. <laughs> so it all started with. That's awesome. Okay. So how was your guys' week on the time that you've been able to adjust? I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. So nice. We uh we had little modest Christmas celebration stuff. I got some pumpkin bread, which I'm happy about. Um and my my mother sent me a box full of fancy fruit. That's that's been the holidays so far. Nice. Is there I don't know what your guys' situation is in Florida. Is there like lockdown or people what what is it? There should be. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> so there's a there's, big. It's it's a red state. Yeah, it starts with the letter R. There's there's yeah. different rules county by county, um, but the official mandate statewide is that there's no mandate, um, mm. and it's been left up to more localized governments. So our county has a mask mandate, but you know you go to the county next door, and maybe that's not the case. And a mask mandate is that that you just have to have it when you're in public and in indoor stores or whatever. Yeah, any any indoor spaces. Yeah. Huh. What about outside? If you're like walking along the street, it's common. I I go for walks pretty often. It's common courtesy to put a mask on if you see someone approaching you, but it's not technically a state mandate or anything. No. And is there any a consequence to not doing it? You can be thrown out of the business, and they can refuse to serve you. But you, as an individual, it's not like like here. We're in a lockdown where. Uh, we can't have anyone like in our homes or anything outside of our family that lives in the home. And if you are in a uh, business without a mask on, or if you have people into your house, 
even with masks on that aren't within your house, it's a $2,300 fine. That sounds a lot more responsible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it, it's I weird. <laughs> I don't know why yours is appropriate. Ours is weird. <laughs> is, is, uh, I'm more curious about how they like actually enforce that kind of stuff later they don't, on. But there's no way. At least here they wouldn't be. We know people that have gotten tickets, but uh, the problem is you. most people are probably going to end up fighting those tickets at 2300 bucks. Yeah. But even in restaurants, if you go into a restaurant with someone who, and they find out that you don't live in the same house, they're ticketing those people. Dang. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, is Florida numbers wise fine? Like, are you guys, I don't, I don't actually know much about numbers anymore. I, it all seems you to be like just a mess. Look. Just <laughs> <Depends>. don't. <laughs> It depends pretty heavily on where in Florida um, the spots that are the spring break vacation spots are really, really bad. Yeah. Mm. Typical Dark tourist red. areas are not doing so hot, obviously. And then also kind of depends on how the county itself leans too. So the rest of some of the other areas in general just don't have that same lack. So there's like these little pockets where maybe our daily cases aren't so bad, but other, elsewhere in the state is just terrible. Wow. And we have the particularly susceptible senior population, especially mm. in central to South Florida as well. And yeah, it's a pretty high like retirement area in the states, yeah. isn't it? Like mm-hmm. Florida. Wow. Does the all this stuff have an effect on Christmas? Like how Christmas is handled? Like it's been a huge change here. One like we've never had it before because we're not allowed to. Like not even by choice. It's just you can't have people into your home. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything for Christmas for. The last decade because eight of those i spent working it as a medic the last year or whatever yep so it's i don't know yeah, my my family all lives up north so yeah. <laughs> there was no one to go and visit for me. earlier this year the plan was yes. to go up north but that didn't happen right yeah how, how are the dogs living the dream <laughs> they're happy that all of you know we are just home all the time of course mm. sweet currently <laughs> two of them are sleeping uh, and one of them is complaining that we're not giving her attention. <laughs> Three dogs, my gosh. There's a fourth one, but he's in a box and pretending he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's miserable. It's his turn to be put up because the like the two boy dogs don't get along. They're from two different households. One is mine and then the other one is my brother's. But Liam, who is mine, has not. Is, he's spoiled. I'm just going to say it. So when it's his turn to be in the box, he's like, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm done. What are you doing? I'm dead. Like the whole time. He just laments in that cage, really plays it up. Just, you know, the salt shakers and the tiny mm. violin. That's funny. I guess there's one benefit to a dog. You get the time in a cage. I can't do that with my kids. <laughs> Yeah, it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. I mean, that's called preschool, right? Or kindergarten, (laughs) wherever they're at. Not supposed to. How was your week, Ty? That was a good week. I mean, finished, uh, you know, prep for uh, prep for Christmas, you know, for the kids and all that kind of stuff. Figured out how we're, you know, going to going to do things, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, I think my kids are going to figure it out pretty soon. Don't you dare talk about whatever you're about to talk no, about. No, no, I'm winking and I'm nudging them, but I they're they're asking the questions where it's just not going to last too much longer. So It'll anyway, last. my kids are 19 and, and 11. <laughs> I believe. That's right. And uh, and so with my um 
reading and devotions and stuff that I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I read through the or listen through the Bible as many times as I can, you know, just while I'm doing chores and stuff like that. Some people like music. I just like the Bible monotonously being read to me. And <laughs> just for the festive Christmas spirit, uh, I just started the book of Lamentations this week. So I figured it was pretty good Christmas special to read about Lamentations. Anyway, no, it was a good week. Nothing much. But I laughed about it when I saw that the next book after Jeremiah, I'm reading Lamentations. I, I laughed considering it's the it, tomorrow's the 24th and that's where I'm starting it. So I thought it was kind of funny. How about you, Hoser? How was your week? Your three day uh, week? Yeah, my week is I'm done with this. I need Christmas and people to never talk to me again. That's where I'm at. <laughs> this week can just go right to hell uh, until Christmas. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Work sucks. Busy. Do any shopping today? No. Okay. I did do shopping. Oh, dear God. Yes, it's going to be a scotch night. Uh, <laughs> I Okay, so I did actually, I did mention this to you and I'll tell you about it. We I went shopping for, we need some like gifts and stuff, just filler, finishing some stuff off. And I made the mistake of saying like, well, I'll I'll do it. I have some time in the morning. So I'll go and do it. And that's not me at all. I don't like shopping. I don't like people. I don't like presents. I shop. I don't like any of that stuff. That humbug. It's even worse now because, again, I'm speaking just from the area that we live in. I don't know what all the rules and stuff are everywhere else. But some of the malls, especially as Christmas has come along, have gotten really anal about I, you can have 11 individual human beings in the store <laughs> and not 12. Like you cannot. And at 12, we will start a lineup. And you'll be six feet away in the lineup and here's your marker and you stand on it. I get it. I get it. I'm fine with like being safe and all that. But I, I don't know what I hate more. I don't know if I hate that more or the normal Christmas where there's just a thousand people in a mall and you're trying to find a parking spot and you get I'm, I just get angry with that stuff. So I did go to a mall yesterday. I left angry, which that it led into today. <laughs> which <laughs> I'm not going to go into the details of it, but today was actual garbage. And at one point I actually went and picked my wife up from work because we needed some stuff for Christmas dinner. And I'm like, I am not going into that food place by myself. I will, I will murder somebody. There's just, there's just no chance. So yeah. Merry Christmas. It's been, I'm super excited for Christmas, but yeah, Sweet. I'm done with this. Okay, so I'm, I, this is really kind of a curious one. Normally, Tyler and I like to talk about our POE week. Mine doesn't exist because I didn't play POE this week at all. You guys play POE, is it pretty much every day? Like, or, or I guess, hold on, you stream every day, right? Both of you? Almost. Mostly? Yeah, yeah, one day off. Yeah, but, we take yeah. recently because the schedule changes, the day off has been relatively fluid, but it's going to settle to being Sundays off. And then is it for both of you, does it tend to be Path of Exile? primarily like even when it's starting to be like this where we're in this weird lull and it's even longer yep at least mm -hmm. for me i've never streamed anything but poe except for two days or in three years so what were those two days um the goose game for tarki and then oh one God. day i played risk of rain because i just couldn't resist it's like my second favorite game cool. and it was when 1.0 came out so i had to go had to play it did you watch <laughs> them play the duck thing ty i did i saw the tweet but i couldn't end i did it is one of the dumbest things i've ever seen i, I want to say ever it was it's really cute and it's hilarious to watch other people play it you know what's funny about it though is you know if you watch um like bloopers in a movie and 
a lot of times they're funny because the people are laughing about what's happening. That was this game because the, the two of you guys like were laughing literally through the whole thing and then throw into this laughter, this like honking of a duck. I like the part where the goose did the thing that the goose doesn't normally do. Wow. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, jeez. Uh, it, it amazes me that it's a game. I, it's, it's a wonderful game. I still time to time think about the TV shop moment and laugh. No, I'm just sitting there doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> You're just recalling moments. And I'll think back that, that to game. that and I lose it every time. <laughs> that, that game is the perfect counter argument to the video games are just violent garbage sort of whole thing that has been I don't know. About I saw you guys beating up times. a child with glasses, <laughs> okay. I think. So, Feast was never so, an option. He fell over his own shoelaces. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I saw one of you walking slowly away from the duck with its glasses while it's like on the ground <laughs> <laughs> looking for it. Like allegedly. Like allegedly, right? There's no proof. You no, know, there's there's no it's not like PoE. There's no buckets of blood or you know, scientists <laughs> stabbing javelins through people. It's just it's just a goose who causes some mischief. Yeah. He just gets up to a good time at the expense of everyone. I, the one thing I will say, I'm actually relatively impressed with the detail in the game because you guys were, it was all, it's like a puzzle game. Like you're yeah. figuring out where you have to move, how you have to move and when to get some, something stupid. It was always something dumb was the next, <laughs> like stealing. I, I swear to God, there was a part where you were building like a picnic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. My favorite mission in the whole game. So the way that it works for anyone who hasn't like seen it or played it or something is you're a goose. You're in an old English town. And you're just being annoying. You're just being a dick. That's that's the whole premise of the game. Right. And what it does is it puts you in a situation as as a goose who can like honk at people and steal things from people. And it gives you a little sheet of paper that has a bunch of missions on it. And you got to do the missions. And sometimes the missions are straightforward, like get the farmer's keys. But sometimes it just says a thing and you have to interpret it. And my favorite one is rake in a lake. That's all it says. And you have to find the rake in the garden and go throw it in the lake. That's the whole mission. <laughs> Breaking a lake. Oh my god, that's funny. Games like that make me laugh because I want to know what's happening in the head of somebody who made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly that. <laughs> Just the freaking duck noise or goose noise. All right. Anyway, uh, what's your guys's week? I guess this week been like in Poe. I assume you're playing in the event. Yeah, He's taking it a lot more seriously than I am. I'll let him go first. I've been. For a while now, I've been trying to get 100 in Soul Stuff on Hardcore. I've pushed it in every other kind of league, and I want to get Wait, it. Wait, say that again? I want to get level 100 in Soul Stuff on Hardcore. SSFHC. That, that doesn't make any sense in my head. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> okay. I mean, how close uh, have you gotten? What's that? How close have you gotten in the past? Who, me? Uh, uh, no, 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 not you. I know you oh. got like 10. At, at the start of, at the start of this league, I was at ninety nine or sorry ninety seven and a half, and I ran a Phoenix map that had Frenzy Charge Gen Turbo and Boss AOE, and that was not a good decision. And you um, still have had that thought in your head of like, I could yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah, I, I am <laughs> currently good. doing it again. I am level ninety eight and and a third now. Um, and I've been pushing the ladder on the race, and I'm almost into the top ten. How so long after well. you type in the cheat codes does it take you to get that far? Um, no, it, I just have to make sure OBS is running with the streamer client. 
Right. Oh, that's how you yeah, get, that's the how RNG, get the good RNG. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the secret. I I actually have had some pretty insane RNG this run, but not all of it has been actually relevant. I dropped two shavs. Oh, I saw you tweet it, I think. Like like within three heists from each other, I dropped two shabs and then Carve tr- Carve tweeted saying how he had had to grind for uh, like two days to get the cards for one. And I tweeted a picture of both of mine to him. It was great. That's awesome. Uh, and so you you have to finish that, though, within the whatever it is, three weeks or oh, no. Will that one go into the normal hardcore? So it's a three week long event, um, but heist gives extremely dumb XP um like i hit 98 today and i'm already a third of the way through Hmm. so it like for context for anybody who hasn't pushed higher levels um normal xp per hour at level 99 in a t16 is somewhere around 25 to 35 million xp an hour if you're fast and the map has good like investment heist certain strategies in heist net you 90 million xp an hour like 80 or 90 wow almost four times it's actually absurd can you maintain that? Yes. It's act- one of the things that makes it so insane is that it's really easy to maintain. The, uh, the strategy is you get the robot heists, so the ones that spawn the bots all over the place, and you can run in through to the end, open everything, then run almost all the way out, and then run through back to the end again, and then do it again, and then do it again. And it just keeps spawning waves of robots. And the more you do it, the more the robots keep spawning. Like it amplifies as it goes. Huh. They eventually stop giving XP, but it takes like three waves of respawns from each spawner for them to do that. So you get a lot of value out of each individual contract. So it's really easy in solo cell phone. Are you also getting drops during that? Yeah, but not like any insane drops. Cause sure. if you're doing it in hardcore, you're probably not going to have out it or anything. Cause you don't need to for good XP and it makes it way rippier if you do. Right. So that means you don't have to deal with any of the closed doors. Uh, only on the first on the, route. Just out. on the inside. Yeah, just just the once. So will you do heist to 100? Is that the goal? Like, is that the thought? Uh, then? I won't be able to sustain that quite all the way through, but probably like 70% of my time to 100 will be in heist from here on out. Yeah. And what are you playing? Uh, detonate dead. That's really neat. <laughs> my week was basically, haha, <laughs> BV blades go burr. I um <laughs> I've been playing this game for I guess three-ish years now, and I've never played a BV build. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm not really into this whole flashback league thing anyways. I've been kind of like fighting that PoE burnout. And the last two events I took really casually, had some fun, played the first one in hardcore, played the second one, playing another build that I hadn't played yet, which was the cold dot vortex stuff. And uh, I figured, I don't know, it's a good opportunity for some testing as far as league starts are concerned. And it's also an opportunity to play something that I hadn't played before. So I'm, you know, doing BV Poison Assassin so far so good. I uh, started on Monday with that stream and doing mapping and everything like that. It's real. It's been really smooth, like remarkably smooth. I know a lot of people said, said you know, that it's an easy gear. I, I'm almost... I'm going to feel actually filthy admitting this, but it's easier than caustic arrow to actually scale. And that's, that's I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> you feel like you're betraying. I am. I am. Yeah. And are you going for a hundred? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to see how, how far it goes on how little money. So if I can push it into reds on like nothing, then I know I've got a good league starter. 
And the cool thing is, is that I need to write a few more guides for the vault anyways. It's a good meta build that a lot of people play. So it's a good guide to write. But one of my favorite builds that I've played, I guess, in the last year would be the um, Scourgero Poison Assassin that I played. I would have actually legitimately played that character to 100 because I just enjoyed it that much. Had I had the time, it was right at the end of Harvest that I put that one together. But you can leave start on this BV Poison Assassin and then transition into Scourgero once you're able to get Dark Scorn and Glorious Vanity and some of the other pieces in place. So maybe it's like a step one, two sort of situation for next league for me. It's always good to kind of get that testing out of the way ahead of time. You guys both do guide writing? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading up when you're this late into a league and close to a new league launch, are you still fine with writing new guides and stuff, even without knowing some of the changes coming up? Or do you secretly know them? <laughs> We don't have that kind of information. No, 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 no secret knowledge here. Sorry to disappoint. So are you still fine writing a guide knowing that you might be weeks away from something major changing? Well, most of the guides that we are encouraged to write, at least right now, as we populate the site with more, is uh, they're really wanting us to pay attention to meta guides or guides that are like sort of completely standalone in the fact that they are just good, well-rounded guides that maybe it's not the most popular skill. But it's something that's going to do exactly what people say it is. And then also meta too. And one of the things that meta can be just because it's like the flavor of the week, the way aura stacking was, etc. Or it can be meta in the fact that it is stood the test of time, like ED Contagion. And so I think between both of us, we like to try and put together, um, sorry, build guides on the ones that kind of have been around a hot minute and so, yes, the, you know, there's a potential for having to do some adjustments, even if you've written the guide, but we kind of, that's just the cycle, you know, no matter what guide it is. And when you put it out, it doesn't matter patch day, you're always updating it no matter what. I have a question um, for, for both of you, for both of the builds that you're playing right now. I'm all about ease of play, like how easy and comfortable it is to actually play as opposed to just how it looks on paper. Um, so I'll ask you each about your... Um, your, your skills here but first for, for blade vortex how how do you what's what's the what's your comfort level and how you're keeping bv up i always find bv irritating to constantly try and keep up or i feel like i'm stopping too much do you use the spell or do you just constantly keep it up well disclaimer i didn't play bv until i got to act um four to get unleashed because that's like your first big quality of life so Blade Vortex, of course, always scales off of um, skill effect duration as well as like the fast cast speed and then now additional seals if you have are using Unleash. And so like solving the problem of why does BV feel bad takes like at least investment into two of those. And so Unleash sort of limps it along until you're able to get a skill effect duration wheel. Once you have that, it's you hit right click every four to five seconds and you're at 10 stacks the whole time it's really really laid back and easy and then you've got a lot of zoom because you know elusive normal movement speed bonuses and then some stuff from assassin and then on the passive tree and then withering step because your blades will stay up and not break you out of your withering step so you're just crop dusting everything alongside um plague bear and then blades so you're just like a hoover of stanky death, basically, and poison. 
Wonderful and gross. Now, when you say duration wheel, what are you referring to? Um, and the Scion loop, like that inner loop, there's two skill effect duration clusters. Oh, uh, one okay. is some like exceptional performance and the other one is something else. I can't remember the one on the top left. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, that's like one of the few areas that you can get it. Hmm. And so it's pretty easy to get it to just once every five seconds. That's pretty cool. Yep. Nice. And for Detonate Dead, um, that's the skill that's always really interested me. But for my more casual preferred play style, I've never been able to get it down to efficient and very few clicks. Are you piano? <laughs> are you piano playing a lot, or is it how many how many buttons are you doing to to get? I'm I'm assuming you're using Desecrate, or are you using a unique for corpses? Uh, no, you you use Desecrate. Something like the, the unique you might have been thinking of was Corpse Walker, the new boots that spawn corpses. The problem with those is they spawn them at your feet. And I yeah. don't want to be right on top of my enemies, ideally. Yeah. But yeah, so one of the things that eliminates the most micromanagement in that build is having a trigger socketed spells craft on your weapon. If you don't have that, then the build is pretty finicky as you need to self-cast Wave of Conviction for bosses and self-cast Bone Offering and that sort of thing. But once you get that trigger weapon, it's just a one-two combo. You press Desecrate, you press Detonate, you move on to the next pack. Awesome. It is a two-button build, though, and yeah, yeah. you know it's it's not like there there's more action economy than in say something like Cyclone. That's for sure. Um, personally, I don't find it that bad, but I have a high tolerance for clunk. I find you know a lot of the builds that people will complain about being clunky. I really enjoy. I like traps. I like two-button desecrate detonate builds. I like earth shatter. Those sorts of things. And, and Desecrate, I've always wanted to play it, but I've never gotten around to actually going through. So it's always been a while since I've, you know, played mm -hmm. with it for, you know, an actor. So it's it's exploding one corpse at a time, right? Uh, yes. However, I have it linked to I have it linked to Spell Cascade as well as Unleash, which has some really interesting synergies. So the second and third casts from the seals from unleashing it will go on to target corpses that are generated by killing monsters. So if I detonate in a pack, the spell cascade will cause three explosions to go off. Those will kill monsters. That will leave behind corpses. The second casts from the unleash will then target those corpses and cause those to explode. And this all happens instantly, basically. So you cast once and you get 12, 9 explosions, depending on the size of the pack. And the targeting is really intelligent. So you can have a pack that isn't, you know, like a perfect straight line and there's like a few mobs going ahead of you and then a few off to the side. And as it detonates corpses, it will cause a chain reaction that kills the mobs off to the side. Wow, that's pretty cool. So it's almost homing like volatile dead. Sort of. It's more that any configuration of a pack of mobs, the detonations will sort of fill to fit, but they can't jump to the next pack, if that makes sense. Does the setup work well on bosses without ads like the Redeemer? I've had more than enough damage to handle bosses. I've done all of my Conquerors and Cyrus fights in Solus All Found with the build, so it is functional in that regard. You pluralized Cyrus fights. I've done two so far. You didn't say Cyrus portals, you said Cyrus fights. Yeah. You don't usually get many portals in hardcore. <laughs> oh yeah i forgot it was hardcore yes. I, I didn't want to hit on i i don't want to say that like over and over because it feels dickish but yeah hardcore whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Yeah. So the single target is, you know, acceptable enough to do the content, but it's certainly nothing to write home about. You know, I'm not like insta phasing bosses and doing 10 million DPS. If I had to guess, I'm say I'm doing like one to 2 million DPS, but it's consistent and I'm tanky. So I can just brute force the fights. Yeah. And that's with two, two links more for set up for AOE instead. Right. So that's yeah, kind of though, really good. explosions can overlap for multiple cascades. So spell cascade isn't really much of a single target loss. You little sneak. Good for you. That's awesome. Thank you both. How was your POE How was your week? week? No, you go first. I already said I might, there was no POE week. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I played flashback, softcore, got to 50. It's still Quit. going. You say it as if it's ended. <laughs> no, it's done for no, me. I got to 50. got to 50. Their fireworks, everyone got a free box. It was awesome. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm surprised people are still playing. Hardcore? Who, this guy? Yeah. Obviously not. Oh, so it doesn't really count then. <laughs> sure <laughs> it does. Uh, well, I got my purpley weapon, so. Is that what you got from the box? Yeah. I mean, that's better than a hideout, like, arch. <laughs> no. Maybe. You know, I like the weapons, right? And I like the portal, because <laughs> I got a portal. You know, that's what that's what I do. Um but when you get like one of the armor pieces, it's kind of like, well, I'm not really going to use it with anything. I'm, you know, I've always purchased sets. So when I only get like one pair of boots that isn't part of a set, probably not going to use it. So I got boots from what was the second one? Delph. But yeah, I got the purpley weapon. What, what are they called? I always I forget what the two weapon sets effect. are called. Wait, no, what? no, like the two, you know, because it's mystery box, right? And there's two sets in the mystery box. Come on, look at my hands. It, it explains everything. <laughs> it does, honestly. What are you talking about? Like, was there a theme? I don't know how you don't get this. His hands. Look at his hands. <laughs> Can you do that again? I Maybe I can. Yeah. Okay. Like, I didn't no. catch it the first Maintain time. Maintain eye contact this time. Really? So, <laughs> I also, um, my POE week was kind of re-theory crafting my uh, AW guy, because that's what the cool people say, AW. For those that don't know, that's Animate Weapon. Everybody says AW and I uh, was, I was just trying to make it more um, easier to play. Like I like my one button builds and it's one button if everything's working properly, but obviously in POE with mods, it's, it's, everything's not always optimal. So I am finding that with my setup, it is pretty two button and it's fine for almost everybody, but I don't like it like that. I, I don't enjoy playing it this way. So I'm trying to find a way to make it really one button i find with duration builds especially with srs kind of like this is my kind of like closet confession like brittle just had with the caustic arrow but like srs has always been my favorite but i never use it because to me the five second duration just even with some of the add-ons like i'm constantly worrying about the duration of it and it's the same with animate weapon even though you can get the weapons to you know almost a minute duration I'm finding that I'm constantly staring at my animate weapon ticker to make sure it's at 14 always. And I'm dying way more just because I'm staring at it, right? Whereas with my zombie build, even though there's a quantity max to them, they never die. And so it's really much more stress-free. So spent this week trying to figure out how I can keep damage up, but somehow make the animate weapons a trigger. And I can't, I don't want, and I don't want to use, what's that called? Um, spell, spell stinger? Is that what it is? Where you attack and trigger what? Trigger spells? Yeah, the one skill better reserves man is that. Yeah, that's spell slinger. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Spell slinger, yeah. Um, so I really want, uh, I'd love to use that, but I want to have my uh, blasphemies going. So can't. So I'm trying to find another way. So anyway, that's what I did. Also, the Redeemer's Cloud sucks. Stupid. Love the fight, hate the cloud. 
Oh, oh, like the, the, the storm that she yeah, summons. The, I was confused for yeah, a moment. Her, her, her area of denial. Know, what? I am an excellent <laughs> Your communicator. Hands are all over the place and... I know. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. No, uh, I, I was playing and I, I just by chance, I'm like, okay, Is so it it's clearing really nice. I feel like it's a storm. It, it's like a. Oh, goodness. Clouds. All storms have yeah. clouds. I don't think it's a cloud. I mean, it's, it's the difference a between a forest and a tree, though, is it not? And blizzards don't there's move a pretty in perfect big difference circles between either. And so, tree. I mean, that's my point. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, it's not a cloud, Ty. Maybe many clouds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway go ahead. I like that it gets smaller. I like that it's there. But the whole time, all I'm doing is waiting for her every time. Because once you get into that third stage, which you apparently have never seen, when the battle lasts a long time, which of course I, it never happens to me, but always happens to me. And the clouds are really small. I love that whole thing, but because it's constantly moving, it's okay. Because the storm Thank is you, always that, moving, and no, the eye of the storm it takes is many always moving. To make a storm, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fight would be on one cloud, Ty? What is this like, friggin' Super Mario? <laughs> anyway, anyway, go on. I wish it stayed still. It'd still be fun, and then I wouldn't be freaking waiting for her to get out of the stupid storm cloud the whole time. The end. Waiting for enemies to get out of clouds is core Path of Exile game design. I'll have you know. Have you seen the Cyrus fight? <laughs> I oh. have briefly glimpsed it between <laughs> portal uses, yes. I did not enjoy any of my instances. But are those clouds? Those big circle, red circles? They're just angry clouds. <laughs> those would be closer to, at least you could call that a cloud. I don't know what they actually are called. Those aren't anything like clouds. Uh, <laughs> Hate bubbles. I don't know. They're angry. They actually do have a name because when he was first introduced, there was a challenge to do the fight without ever being affected by the uh, radius of one of oh, those. Oh, that's right. What I remember that. Was that? And, and the challenge list specified the name. It was like disintegration something or other. You can find out. You can go back to the old challenges on the website. But yeah, they, they do actually have a technical name. It is closer to a cloud, though, than the Redeemer fight. Just saying. I think we've changed the subject. I think we're moving on, aren't uh, we? Sure. Let's talk about this week in POE because there's not much to talk about. There wasn't a whole lot that happened. Well, you do you, you two uh, hosers maybe sort of kind of communicate with GGG on certain thingy things. Are you sometimes. calling them hosers? Our guests? Inner deatomization storm. She, she looked it up. They're called deatomization storms. Oh, so not a cloud. Very cozy. It's a storm. Just, just hop on in and get deatomized. Deatomized. <laughs> it's many deatomized clouds making each no. individual storm. It really doesn't sound like you'd want to be atomized or deatomized. No, I don't like either option. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want either of those. <laughs> That's why you avoid it. That's yeah. why you avoid it. Uh, I'm just curious though. Did you call them both hosers? Because well, yeah. people call Canadians sometimes hosers. Oh. I, don't, I don't think Canadians call other people hosers that aren't Canadians. Oh. Well, I was just trying to be Canadian. That didn't work. You just came across as a dick. I don't know that you were heard. You can redeem this by apologizing. And then, we'll, oh, there, God, he's thinking Canadian again. Is there a term for okay. people from Florida? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, Flo- I have nothing. I don't know. Well, what Canadians Floridian? come down here all the time. Like that's a thing. And they're snowbirds yeah. is what we call them. Yeah, we have snowbirds. Yeah. And most of Canadians that are older will become snowbirds at some point because it's effing cold up here. Florida's warm. You remember what Seinfeld <laughs> said that the Florida flag should be? Yeah, just the two knuckles and the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's like a 90s thing. But anyway, yeah. 
Now, so there's a chance you may, you said there's no inside information, but I don't want to say something you accidentally shouldn't, but you, so there may or may not be a chance that you partially might be in the know, but with the stuff that was released just within the last week or two, what do you think of the teaser trailer that came out? Did you see it? Talking about the video? Yeah. I was really super duper excited. It's like player agency over league integration. One of the things that I remember, I miss Legacy League, so I didn't have any experience with it. But a lot of people that have fond memories of Legacy and League really like the ability to throw in the different league stones and then just run the content that they wanted to run. And that sort of that same sort of decision and agency is sort of like what I'm hoping for as far as this like new teased map system but for the our sort of like i guess ascendancy options i guess for for the map device where you know you can path through different things to make sure i don't know what it means it doesn't i don't know if that means is like if does it control the rewards you get in a certain encounter does it going to is it replacing the master mission is it you know in addition to i don't know but having that kind of control over your maps and the content that you're running and what you're doing is always a very exciting thing it's things, you know, as we've learned from the Mayhem encounters and from Flashback, it's like you choose the maps that have the fun things in it to run. So that being across your entire experience is never a bad thing. Do you guys look at those things and spend time trying, like, do you spend much time paying attention to them to try and figure out what they might mean? Or do you just go, okay, cool. I watched it a couple of different times. I slowed it down because I really wanted to look at the different pictures that were like on the device itself. Because anytime I paused it, it just was like blurry again. Yeah, I, I do some sleuthing, but not to the extent that some people are where they're importing stuff into Photoshop and discovering all these extra layers and whatnot. So that's happening. Yeah, mm. it is. It always does. Every single time. There's always like a couple of people that want to figure out different hidden things. That's how they mm. figured out that she was capitalized or something like that. Right. There's mm-hmm. or no, no silence was capitalized. And that wasn't originally something that was depicted. Because like the the text was all caps, so but someone like exported the font and then figured out that S in silence was capitalized by changing the font or something like that. I don't know, dude. Yeah, like, no, it's there's exciting. a story. Justin. I'm sure it's really oh interesting. I'm nerd enough to care, but not nerd enough to find out. I'm sorry. I, I it's cool this to year. see it. Yeah, yeah like I, I, it's cool that other people are into it that much because I like it makes the sort of like this week a little bit more exciting. Sure, because you get like two announcements out of one, right? You have like the announcement that they put out, and then it's the like three to four hours later, there. Ooh, what does this mean? It means this, and it's like a second announcement about the announcement. You hear all the crazy theories and what people have figured out. Yeah, did you care about it, Octavian? Um. I am very excited for another endgame focused expansion. If I try and think back over the con- or the leagues that I've enjoyed the most over the time I've spent in Path of Exile, invariably they are the leagues that are either shipped with a big endgame expansion or are themselves big endgame things. So like Delve or Metamorph, which dropped with Conquerors of the Atlas, or Synthesis, which was a whole different endgame system. So that's, I don't know, it, it's the kind of thing I really enjoy, so I'm sure I'm going to love it, but I've never been a person who's very good at um, theorizing that sort of stuff. I don't know, like, if you give me a, a vague picture, like that one that Bex tweeted, or the, the vague teaser, I get 
vaguely excited, but I can't really dig into it much because there's nothing to get specifically excited about. So I, I, I watch it. I get excited. I move on pretty much. Was, was it the picture? There was like a picture of like, I feel like there was a ranger in the bottom right corner yeah, and a and boat or something. I didn't get a chance to read it, but I saw people freaking out about it. I was like, what the hell am I missing? I don't um, understand. People have been wanting Pirate League yes. like forever. Oh my Pirate God, that will finally leagues. shut Tyler up. No, like I've always been a pirate lover, but where did this pirate love from every, everywhere else come from? Is it just, there's just lots of pirate lovers or well, was there something? there's pirates in Path of Exile, Fairgraves, etc. And then there's the, you know, Gazzy. Gazzy's whole thing is pirates. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, he's been, he's, he's one of the people who's been streaming the game for like, God, as long as I can remember. And he's, he's got, he wears like a pirate hat sometimes when he streams and he's got pirate Sweet. themed emotes, I think. That sort of thing. That's awesome. That's cool. That'd be really neat. There, there was that poem that came out earlier, and I think I talked to Justin about this last week, but um, it, it was kind of, it was, it was pretty cool. I don't know if you read it or not, but it says something along the lines of, you know, she has heard you or they're returning their gaze to this place. And there was, there was some she stuff in there. And so mm -hmm. I heard some people talking about that. It might be like obviously just guessing and i i doubt that it is now that they came out with that but what if pirate picture that you were talking about but people were thinking oh maybe they're finally re ready to reveal calandra for more than just a name type of thing and i thought that would have been kind of cool because i remember a long time ago ggg accidentally and hated the fact that they did but revealed that calandra was a she and uh so that was kind of cool that's that's where my brain went then the but what if came out and it seemed a little bit more specific and even though nothing's known of calandra seem not calandra ish maybe maybe they just pretended to be upset that that was a spoiler so that years later it threw you off the long <laughs> game it's the long con for sure yeah, they, they were um, really planning ahead for this one that's right this exact moment well i get done. the uh, here. i get the impression that the but what if picture and stuff is more specific to the league content that's coming and the teaser thing was all about the the atlas expansion and end game content all that so I, I don't know if i'd draw connections between the two yeah i guess there are the two there's the league and then there's mm -hmm. the annual connection yeah i think yeah. the thing that we got first was the expansion i think pirates is the league yeah yeah i, I mean i hope pirates is the league specifically yeah. sky so. pirates Ooh. sky pirates Ooh. i mean i doubt it but specifically that that is my hope yes only because i literally guess that every single league because tarky <laughs> asks me on his podcast before the league starts hey oct what do you think the next league is gonna be and i'm really bad at speculating and i tell him this and i tell him i'm not gonna be able to speculate something interesting tarky i'm sorry and and so i just have a stock answer it's sky pirates and How i did really you come hope up they that? don't ever make the sky pirate league because i'll have to come yeah, up with something stuck. else <laughs> Because he has an interest in clouds and storms. Yes, exactly. At least he knows the difference. <laughs> you might say it's a cumulus interest. Uh, it's Ooh, well done. <laughs> uh, are you, when you were talking about the poem tie, are you talking about that thing we read last episode? The one that you blindly read last episode. Oh yeah. my God. I heard it back while I was editing and I was like, what am I saying? Did you want to just like crawl in a hole oh, I love, not hear your voice I again? <laughs> I heard it back. It was so bad. I didn't know a friggin' thing. You should get into theatrics, Justin, and read poetry on stage. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. There's just no idea what I'm saying at all. That's how I would feel. 
That's just right. be like, why yeah. do people care about these words? They don't make sense. You can get your refunds at the door. Uh, PoE has a tweet that I noticed. Um, you know how you can pin tweets. I'm new to the Twitter stuff. So <laughs> anyway, you pin your tweets. And the one they have has a quote that says, she is near and eager to witness your struggle. That's part of their um, part of their pinned tweet. What? Yeah. What? There's people that care, Justin. No. Well, actually... <laughs> Speaking of people that care, one of the things that did happen this week is they did do a streamer interview with Kit and Cat Noodle that yeah. people should check out on the forums because she knows all this weird stuff, like the lore stuff. Yep. She is the... Does she know what that tweet means? Person. She probably does. I, she, I would expect a video probably within the week about who she thinks her big bad, the big bad is or who she thinks she is. She was on the and money her, last time. Yeah, her delirium video is spot on like two weeks before uh delirium drop she was like it's tang mang zoo and it was like guess what it's tang mang zoo okay i played i played delirium and i don't even know who you just said the <laughs> the, the strange voice the trickster god oh so I the, the love dude that torments us the entire time that is that's they told us who it was mm-hmm. uh not explicitly in game but yeah i mean also if you dig into if you dig into the game files a lot of his voice lines are like tang yeah and stuff like that I don't think you just said anything in English. (laughs) (laughs) The things that he says along the way, like when you were leveling in Delirium and then certain maps and stuff point to his, like who he is by involvement and proxy of other, like through other periods, like sources of the lore. We know that, you know, the Lunaris and Solaris were sisters, but now they hate each other. And then when you're leveling through that area, you realize that it's, he's the one that's done it. Like he put them on each other. And he's like, ha ha, I'm a trickster guy. Look at me. Except not really. He says it much more, you know, eloquently and full of drama and mystery. But well, that was pretty that. good. You could join Justin on stage. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want a start to end lore video so I can just watch the whole thing. Like, give me like a four hour video that I can just throw <laughs> on and watch over a month. She has something like that. It's actually really cool. She plays through the entire story and explains it as she goes. So that oh, could cool. be one something you could put on the background if you want to learn like what the story when you level through PoE is like. Or oh, that's about, a good idea. Then I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, because you just said names. I haven't. I didn't even. That voice in Delirium was one of my favorite voices and some it's of the best mean. lines. But when you just said the name, I thought you made something up. Yeah, <laughs> I just actually put an assortment of syllable syllables together and then just sort of like half secreted the word into the microphone. Well, that's what bugs me about some of this lore is you could. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, it's something that I hope PoE2 improves on somewhat. Because there's, there's a lot of interesting characters and there's actually a really cool world that you're a part of. But it's not communicated extremely well in PoE1. No, it's find flavor text, listen, click and listen, or read the extra books. Yeah. Thankfully, PoE2 will fix that. It'll fix everything. I, I mean... As far as the narrative stuff is concerned, I do actually think there's a lot of hope for it. Just from what little I was able to play. That's good. I mean, the second half of the campaign reads like a bad 14-year-old's D&D campaign. So anything could be better than that. It was on a power trip. I'm going to kill this god. No, I'm going to kill this god. It's great. Yeah. It'd be nice to know more about the lore, but I just... There's no way I'll go through what I would have to go through to learn it myself. I need a video. Yeah, that's what that they're out. there for. She does a really good job. I doubt she does, but not in a, a critical way. But does she have a video for every league? 
because some leagues were just kind of thrown together as content but then there are some leagues that were directly especially like synthesis directly integrated into the core game does she have do you know if she has like i i, I, I can check it out are, but we're just like, talking about the, it the problem with poe lore is that a lot of the different stories intertwine so like she might have a video about like a subject matter like who were the as mary that might like breach into different leagues as far as like what the content that covers but i think for the most part there are like specific league ones in addition to others but sometimes it focuses more on like a like a people or a place or something like that. Like, what is the labyrinth? You know, you get the full story, not just like the zone stuff. I swear to God, if you say you have to go to the bathroom, I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> I'm keeping this in. <laughs> the rage. What's wrong with him? Seriously. You think he was like 80. God. Evie is just sulking in a corner now because we're not paying attention to her. The dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, she just stood. Like, we were sitting there so, watching TV and she just got on her back legs and stood yes. and stared. When, <laughs> it when, was creepy. When BK says stood, like, <laughs> like actually like a person, like bipedal. <laughs> this dog... Do you have you you've seen like wildlife documentaries with meerkats? Yeah, this dog is a meerkat. Not leaning against anything. No, no I am. I am not kidding. Oh, that's crazy. She can stand like a meerkat, and she'll just stare at you until what? I don't know. Sometimes she wants food, but sometimes she does it just to show dominance. It's her version of tea posing on us. She's just freaking you out. Mm-hmm. Some mind games. She's literally doing it right now. <laughs> Oh, she stopped. That's awesome. Go ahead, Ty. Well, I want to know what everybody thinks about the fill-in leagues. It's a pretty generic question, but you know, let's go. Well, let's do the start. The start of the first one, then. What do you guys think of uh, Mayhem? Fun. Mayhem was really fun. Yeah. Um, I played some Raider Toxic Rain and had a bit of a late start, but was able to push still enough to get a demi. Ooh, good for you. So, what is it? What is this demi business? I don't I don't know what it is. Are these are they like special MTX? They're trophy items. So technically you can like trade them to people and stuff. And it's a it's a little item that you get on standard that says this was one for this rank in this league. And they don't really give I mean they technically give some stats. Um the ones that they gave out for that race is a sword that gives you character size while you hold it. I'm pretty sure all of them give character size, and there's people in standard who collect them and get real thick. Hmm. And so they're you can attach them to your character. They're not an item. They're like no, they're, attached, they're like an, it's a sword it's an and it's like a chest piece and a body arm and a, sorry, a helmet and that sort of thing. So a full demigod set isn't actually like a viable character in terms of gear, but it just makes you look like the the items themselves also are shiny and golden. So it makes you look big and shiny, and you can stand. Are they unique? Can you put them in the tab? Uh. No, they're uniques. I think they're uniques. They are uniques. Yeah, they're classified as uniques. Did they go in the unique tab, though? I left mine in the remove only folder. Hmm. And so they're kind of like bragging material, right? Like a trophy would be in your hideout. Yeah. But they're more like you have to go in your standard character to check them out. Yeah, you don't. You you get them on standard at the end of the the. Gotcha. They should make like an armor or weapon stand in your hideout that you can show that off would an be item really in. Cool. I'd be down, yeah. Because what else are you going to use it for? Like, it's really cool to win them. 
You get really big and you stand in town and loom over people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the person that stands there when you get like the brand new supporter pack that has everything that's flashy and crazy. You are the Just biggest instead, you're boy. Giant. <laughs> so you buy the armor stand, right? But then you yep. gi- then you have to buy the the head attachment, and then you have to buy the gloves attachment. Seems like a good money maker. <laughs> the body yeah, attachment. There you go. The shield attachment. What's this? Other weapon attachment. Done. Deal. Makes sense. That's pretty cool. So you guys, did you both get Demi stuff? No, I, I didn't play that seriously this time. That was previously like a long time ago. I The days that I used to be able to sit down and slam 18 hours of POE in a day are, I think, behind me. I still love the game to death, but I just, I don't know. I'm not that in love. <laughs> it sounds Especially so bad to put it that day. way. Yeah, streaming definitely changes. Or at least not, I wouldn't say it's changes it for every streamer, but for me, it certainly changed my relationship with the game. And then the Delve event, what do you guys think? I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, considering they, um, they scraped it together for us when they didn't have to do anything at all. And I'm glad that they didn't go with their initial impression, which was to make it a one day event and still, you know, gave everyone some time. But I just kind of enjoyed it for the sake of playing it. I wasn't really invested in it existing one way or another in the future of the game. I think it's like a cool little mode to turn on and on, you know, off and on once in a while. They're like, hey, Delve this weekend for one day, do it, you know, like that kind of stuff I think is fine. Um, So I kind of approached it with the idea of enjoying a piece of POE history the same way I played on April Fool's Day when it was the Battle Royale. Like I wasn't super, you know, into it, but it was probably, you know, it's the only time you're going to see it. And we haven't seen one since. So I figured it'd be too... It'd be too good, you know, it's 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 worth it, right? It's worth sitting down and playing it. And so I played some Cold Dot. It was cozy and had some fun. Some of the things that were really cool about it, you know, we're getting your ascendancies done so early and the points along the way. Um, things that weren't so great about it was that, like, it was very... If, you know, Mayhem was feast, then Delve was certainly famine when it came to trying to gear out your character. Like mayhem was just like spitting out everything, and then all of a sudden you just kind of got whiplash back to having to very carefully put together all of your your gear because no crafting bench, et cetera, et cetera. What about you, Oct? What do you think of Delve? Endless Delve. Despite Delve being one of my favorite league mechanics in the game, the really limited environment is not something I enjoyed very much. Um, I don't know. I know Delve was was a particular favorite for a lot of people, and that's. That's great. I'm glad the community um, reaction to it was positive because I was worried that there would be more of a more of a backlash. But for me, I just don't really like playing PoE without a crafting bench, and I don't really like playing PoE where I have to manually chrome everything, and I don't like playing PoE where I have to find flasks on the ground, and I don't have flasks from from quests in the story and stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe I sound a little petulant saying that, but I don't find it fun to have to work around those barriers do you think adding the crafting bench would have taken away anything from endless delve no i think it just wasn't added because of they didn't want to put a lot of dev time into it because they were working on other things and this was meant to be filler and it was probably you know a little difficult in some way to get the crafting bench to work in that situation why what what, what would be difficult what do you think would be difficult about that they didn't give you access to a hideout, and it might be that putting crafting bench in the delve area is, for some spaghetti code reason, sure. difficult to do. That's my first guess. Uh, the second one is they didn't want to have to come up with solutions for 
what crafts do you get? What crafts do you not get? What do you have to unveil? I mean, you, there's no way to unveil. Do you just give everyone every craft? I personally, I would have been fine with that. That's uh, that's probably a discussion they have to sit long and hard about if they were to actually add endless delve yeah, into core it's... content for some reason and then have a craft. Like that's like a separate entity where you make a lot of fine-tuned decisions. It's probably just something they didn't want to put have time and effort into that's since what it wasn't I, really meant to yeah. be you know a big event it was a time filler considering it was only supposed to be one day it was like how far are you going to get really i guess it was like how far is the average person going to get in this but then they put it out to a week and then probably just didn't have the time was the plan for it to be one day even after the delay with cyberpunk that was mm -hmm. wow yeah it was supposed to be i think it was supposed to be like a week and then like it i don't remember exactly when it was supposed to fit into like the scheduling but I, there was some post that Bex had put and replying to somebody else on Reddit saying the the one the original design of being one day. But I'm I'm of a similar opinion that I think it just broke too many things trying to add too much stuff to this mode. So they probably just made it baseline functional and shipped it to give us something because we wouldn't have had anything else otherwise. And then whatever we're about a week or so in, what do you guys think of flashback so far? No, no, it's done. I hit fifty. It's done. <laughs> yeah flashback's over what are you talking about no i i'm just gonna see it out play the build put the guy together use it as a time to kind of figure out where some of my you know some of my really apparent weaknesses are uh, one of mine is like early alice progression so i'm gonna try and work on that so that's what i'll be using the league for primarily is learning and then trying to put this build together knocked what do you think of flashback I've I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I liked Mayhem more, kind of unsurprisingly, I guess. There was a lot going on. The thing that I've missed the most is the fact that in Mayhem, going into a vault side area was just an adventure. It was like, am I going to get 20, 20 harbingers stuffed into the size of a small New York studio apartment? Because <laughs> I would love that. That sounds like fun um and then then you go into a boss light area and flashback and there's nothing in it because they disabled the abilities for things to spawn in there because presumably things like legions don't work in vault side zones so they had to just disable it entirely which is sad but um overall i've been enjoying flashback i i don't know i have moderately positive opinions on heist it's not my favorite league ever but i kind of enjoy just shutting my brain off and heisting and mapping with some extra mods sprinkled on top is always fun. So it's it's just, I guess I'm not like super hyped about it, but it's just Path of Exile and I like that, basically. It's more of my favorite flavor of ice cream. Just, I can't ask you because you're not touching flashback, but you, I forget, you liked Mayhem or you didn't? You played Mayhem and Delve. I only played Delve. Oh, no. you didn't touch Mayhem? No, I like the idea of Mayhem way better than flashback. Yeah, I love way busier the better. I mean, not on console, unfortunately, but busier the better. I, I just played my last session. It was a slideshow presentation. It was it was fantastic. But um, I may as well have just been wearing a fanny pack and told people what beach I was on. But it was, um, I, I loved Mayhem compared to Flashback. I just like the intensity of how yeah. busy it is. Did you have a preference? Like, you just said that you preferred Mayhem over Flashback. Brittle, did you have a preference between... Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be a Void League anyways, make that shit crazy. That's just how I feel about it. Cool. My problem with Mayhem was, and that's just a personal thing, was I didn't have time to play, and I wanted to play it in Endgame. 
And Mayhem to me was not exciting to play the leveling process just because I don't, I just wanted to get to end game and be able to play it. Uh, and so Delve was kind of fun just because it was, it didn't matter what level you were. It was a totally unique experience of playing, but Mayhem was my favorite idea they had, but it was just one week wasn't enough for how much time I had to play that week. That's the first Mayhem since what was it, this league or Harvey? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since Mayhem. There was one in Incursion, but I can never remember the order of Oh, maybe it was Incursion. I don't know if Incursion was more or less recent than Abyss. Here. It was after. We'll figure out when. I think it was. I have. I still have my email from a prize. Sweet. So, Turmoil Awards went out in November 21st, 2017, which would have been the league after Harvey or during Harvey? Like three years ago. You're the wrong person. Yeah. It's a long time. <laughs> I think I that cannot keep track. I'm sorry. I think no, that's for the December league and 3.0. So it must have been Harbinger League. So I'm actually we were talking about this, Tyler and I, but with regards to you bring up the whole Christmas league, do you this was a weird, I don't know, Christmas period with the delay because of Cyberpunk and it's filler stuff until January now. Do you I feel like this is a very easy answer? to a question for me at least, but do you have a preference of, okay, December is going to be a new league and everything's brand new content? Or do you have the preference of all this filler stuff until you get out of the Christmas time and into January? I think I would have liked to have a league. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a question with a bit of a biased answer for us both, I think, because a, a new league is far better in terms of viewership, far better in terms of stability, far better in terms of all those things, you know? Sure. So... Personally, yeah, I would prefer a new league. I think there's a real possibility that this next league that coming that's coming is going to be really polished and clean and all that and way better yeah, than most of their so. December releases. Well, because it's a January release, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good call. Yep, mid January. Like I know how time works. Uh, yep, you, you're, you're a wizard. What is time? Uh, we we circle back to the beginning of the podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. Just, do you want to know my answer? Yeah, you do. Oh, you don't like Christmas leagues because you don't like, you don't want Grinding Gear Games to have a Merry Christmas. We've had this discussion. Incorrect, but correct. Give us a new league if it's working well for Christmas. Otherwise, I'm happy with January. I'm happy with filler as long as the quality is good. I hate filler stuff personally, and I don't, I don't stream it. I don't, I don't play right till the end of leagues. Typically, I just don't like filler stuff. It just seems lazy. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not. I get it. It's not. A lot of the stuff that they put together was a lot of work, but I just don't like it. Yeah, it's just a weird thing, too, because they had made some posts in the past about, like, why weren't we getting flashback leagues anymore? And one of the big answers was that, like, it burns out people too much before a new league. But then we have a situation where it's like an extra month before the new league. And then, like, you have to have some sort of alternative. For, you know, for the people that, you know, have to wait an extra month that aren't into Cyberpunk or WoW or whatever else is out right now, you know? And so, like, I'm glad they took the time to do it. It's a little weird because they said they wouldn't do it again. But I think for the people that were able to sit down and enjoy it, and for a lot of the people that came back and kind of experienced Heist for the first time, that kind of, like, quit initially and were like, F this, and, you know, then kind of come back and see it with a, a bit more polish on it now, too. Um, that being said, I don't know. It's like such a tease because there's like so much stuff that we want for racing in general. And like, so getting sort of like these little, like this little hint and 
you know, like, yeah, like we made an event. It's like, yes, please make events. We want you to make race events. Like, come on. <laughs> it's kind of like getting just like that little touch up. Now we're all going to be like drug dealers or drug fiends. Like, where is it? Where is it? Give me another hit. Just another weak league, man. You can void it and everything. It won't matter. I love the idea of voiding stuff. I know we got into discussions on our Discord with people about that, and a lot of people don't like it. As a person who couldn't give a shit about standard, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like, for me, League's void anyways. I don't do anything with that, you know? I play with the attitude that every League voids. And I guess there's, there's definitely that sort of, like, tactile feel of, like, being able to see, like... Kind of like the stuff that was like to kind of page through it and have funny memories. Like I have a every time we have someone that comes into the stream that's like, I'll never get this game. I'll never understand it. I suck. There's just too much. I have like the I was dumb, like standard tab that's like full of all of my mistakes that I made like early on and how dumb I was <laughs> with certain things. Like there's this belt that I multi modded that if I go screen cap it, like I'm like genuinely embarrassed. But I still show it to, like, a lot of different new people. So, like, Standard sort of has, like, an archival sort of importance to me, but I couldn't care less about its, like, value as far as game currency. So, like, some sort of, like, Hall of Trophies or something like that. Like, I would I would want something like that in the game, but I wouldn't need Standard. I don't need anything, like, left over from it to have had fun or to deter me from having more fun. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm happy with this, the structure system. But then again, I played a lot of different seasons and a lot of different other games that are kind of structured similarly. Like, there were resets in D2, and then there was seasons in D3, so. I like the idea of them blowing up a league or a filler content, and it's just absolutely nuts and insane knowing, okay, you just don't get to keep it. Yep. Yeah. That's, I'm fine with that. Yep. For anyone that cares to answer, why do you think that... The first two were voided and this flashback isn't being voided. What what do you think the reason is between this one and this one being or not being voided? Uh, it's not as bonkers. It doesn't yeah. really, it honestly, it doesn't really affect too much, I guess I would say. Because like, the people that are going to juice are going to still going to juice all the way up to the top and it's going to affect their, like, their top end. But not in the way 20 Harbingers or 20 whatever would when you're doing all the different quantity multiplication or otherwise as far as you know how they're pumping out monsters to try and get the different drops yeah i mean arguably um not even really arguably i think it just makes it better for the more casual player because they get to experience some of that juice for free i mean i think it's 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 just a kind of baseline improvement what's a bit damning towards the current power level and, and balance ramifications of heist particularly with it going core is that I regularly find that the loot from Heist is far better than the loot I'm getting in maps. Um, the XP is certainly better by like a literal, almost almost literal order order of magnitude. The XP is better, um, but yeah, the the loot is also better. And this is just unmodified, straight up regular heists. You know, I'm not I'm not fracturing a blueprint or something like that. I'm not doing the super high mega brain strats because i don't have access to that um so yeah that i don't know that that kind of worries me for for heist going core and the state of that given that i believe back said in a reddit thread somewhere that they are planning on heist going core with relatively minimal changes yeah 
I've, I've had this back and forth discussion with a number of people on my stream and in my discord and stuff. I personally firmly believe that the level of currency rewards and things like that from heist are just straight up damaging to the game. Yep. Why avoid delve? Why do you think they voided in this delve? Uh, because it's got fancy uniques that they don't want going into the core game. Yeah. That's my guess. Okay. Those, yeah. Those are the descent champions. But at the end of the day, void only impacts standard, right? Yeah. So who like the, I remember when Harvest, uh, I remember Chris saying that standard players were like like married to standard players were going to jump into league and play Harvest just so they could get all that crazy gear and then come back. And from comments like that, it doesn't make me feel like they care about the standard economy. Not that they don't care about standard because obviously they don't. standard is the best. But if you, they don't care about the economy, right? It's going to fluctuate and then level itself out like everything else does. So it's, I can't, I mean, it's not like I would know any better, but I can't think of any reason that makes mayhem any different than harvest or mayhem any different than flashback. But yet mayhem was voided. Not like it's a criticism. I don't care. I had a lot of fun playing it. I just, you know, when you when you're thinking about the if ands buts and whys, I'm I got nothing. That's the quote right there. I think if they cared, I think I feel like if they cared about standard, every single league would go away and then come back with the same polished bestiary came back with because they made sure it like worked in Poe moving forward rather than just being like ah it's a ten percent thing. Bestiary lost all its teeth though. I've, I've always been a little unhappy. But you this. don't need like full league experiences for a league to be core. It should just be like kind of like a, a diet soda version of yeah. it so that it's more. There's just barely any interesting craft. There's like four. I really wish there was more interesting crafts than just. Like I'm telling you, you missed it when you had to manually roll staunching and delve league, though. Man, it yeah. took me like 28 alterations. I, oh, don't I, even get me. Don't even, don't even get me started on trying to get my stupid bleed flasks. I have to save like 400 alterations without Nico. No, not that guy. Einar. They are voice acted by the same person. Yeah, it's the same guy. Really? Yeah. Yes. Impressive. Huh. Who was it that was saying that he, when he was at PoE2 or at XLCon, um, he was dragged on because there were like technical difficulties and he needed to like man the stage for a little yeah. bit longer until they were ready? Yeah. I feel like he's lying because of just how painful it was. From what I heard, um, that wasn't technical difficulties that brought him on stage in the first place. He was planned to go on stage. He just got really carried away with it and just kind of kept going. Because he's an incredibly so gregarious person. Like I met him at the at the party after the second day of XLCon or whatever, and he was just in character walking around, just being incredibly loud and boisterous and friendly with everyone and a little drunk. We got we got my son, um, he has like the different maps or whatever, the POE things that come from the supporter packs, and he had taken a couple when we went down there and had them signed. And the Einhar signature is just painful oh my god it's like uh, it's not i'm not kidding when i say it's like an eighth of the map (laughs) it's so big and it's just he drew a circle there was some other stuff in there it just oh it was bad it's literally right in the middle of it too it's not even off to the side he just took a freaking marker and put it right in the middle of his map it's framed now (laughs) keeping it the Einhaar map. All right. So, what are you guys? What are you guys hoping for? Three thirteen. Sky pirates. 
Sky Pirates. I okay. Oh Jesus, that's right. I guess we're getting Sky Pirates. You know. Okay, this so is where I tell go. me about this. Tell me about Sky Pirates. What happens? Uh, so <laughs> they plunder for booty. Obviously, but, uh, yeah. it's amongst the clouds and or storms. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big difference, though. Are we in the clouds or are we in the middle of storms? <laughs> and or. Oh, and or. Okay. Gets harder as you get into the storms. Yes. Right. It's a right, gradual right. progression. It's really it's like delirium. It's the yeah, same tech. It, just the storms get more intense the deeper you go. It's designed right. to onboard new players. <laughs> Literally, because it's ships. Are there rainbows? Uh, no, this is right class. Yeah, we're we're sky pirates, but come on now. Keep there it is serious. blood there's, rainbows. There's rainbows, <laughs> but it's spelled with a W R at the beginning. Ooh. All right. of, All yeah, right. they're made of blood. Exactly. They're made it's yeah, there's blood rain and maggot storms. There's no rainbows here. Rainbows. <laughs> and and Brittle, are you uh you're you're sky pirating too with your hopes and dreams? I mean, as far as like an in-game system, I think we know that the League is going to be an in-map system similar to like Legion and uh, Breach and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. As far as the like actual expansion content, dear God, please give me an alternative desires. Like it's supposed to go like in parallel alongside it and stuff like that, but... In the way that you had like the option that if you just wanted to spawn elders and kill elders all day and never, you know, like kill Uber Elder or Sire or um, Shaper, you could just court, sort of like ignore it and chase Elder Influence all day or just map or whatever. I don't know. I'd like to have some sort of choice. And I'd like to also scale the current, like, I don't know if it's something that runs parallel, but then also enhances the way that, the you know, like the Elder and Shaper fights became Uber Elder. I'm not looking for Uber Cyrus where Cyrus is a part of it, but like some sort of like next step up difficulty would be appreciated, whether it's a different fight entirely or what. Do you think they would ever actually fully get rid of Cyrus, though? No, they're like the boss encounters are the most expensive encounters to make because not only is it the new code that you're putting in, but new models, new assets, new abilities, everything Mm -hmm. down to the particles and the pixels themselves all have to be done from scratch usually. I mean, like they reuse the arena, but that's probably it. I think if ever he isn't, you know, the core endgame boss, then he probably goes the way of Shaper and Elder, where he's an optional side content. Yeah, I think it'd be like a couple of fragments and then you access, you know, that part of Oriet through some sort of like time portal or something. Like there's definitely a future where Cyrus isn't the big bad, but. I think they should kill him off and then it should turn into the timeless portal thing where that we had with legion and what are what are cyrus's thir- are they guardians no they're not guardians what are they called now conquerors, conquerors yeah. so, and then you have instead of cyrus you just have all four conquerors kind of like the timeless stuff you have all four in there <laughs> a big brawl what about the clouds though ty doesn't matter it's everything's better than cyrus's anti-particle atoms <laughs> i don't think that's what it was it was d that's exactly yeah rewind it that's exactly what we Get said straight tyler Deatomization. It's a pretty common term. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a comic book geek. Hey, I don't know the science stuff. I feel like that's very comic-y. Deatomization? No, adamantium's comic-y. Shouldn't it be atomization? Deatomization <laughs> doesn't make any sense. No, because he's not like ripping you apart by your molecules. He's ripping your molecules no, apart. would you know? be turning something into atoms. Would be breaking it down to but he's its atomic like, parts. He's like 
one-upping that by splitting your parts even further. <laughs> is de-atomization building them? No, it's like de-atomizing. Like this is reversing re- the atomizing removing, process. Removing atoms. I gotta write something down. <laughs> so, like, if I if I like grabbed a hair and plucked it off your head, I'm deatomizing. I'm removing atoms. No, don't do that though. No, don't. No. Come going. Stop. <laughs> but I don't think you're atomizing something though. Wouldn't you exactly. be deep? Well, this is way too deep for me. Okay. It's not gonna make sense anyway. I can't even understand the friggin' poems they put out. Okay. So I just don't even get physics as a concept most of the time. So I'm curious. Justin, you start because you're the nicest. Are you excited for PUE Mobile? You know it's coming. You Why do you keep coming. asking January, about this? January 7, right? They have the end game expansion. They have the 313 announcement. They have high harvest. They have heist. They have PUE Mobile. You excited? It won't play it. So I don't care. You're a prick. How I don't play you mobile stuff. Are you are you even gonna touch PUE Mobile whenever it comes out? My uh, I think my response to the actual announcement when it was being restreamed from the main PoE account was yeah I'll play PoE and take a shit like I don't care <laughs> like it's something to do what are you gonna do anyways like your hands will light on fire <laughs> while you're doing it. it it was pretty warm yes um <laughs> I, I don't know I don't think I'm the target demographic it doesn't it doesn't excite me and I mean, I could just definitely see, like, you know, if you're waiting to pick up, like, I could, I could see it as, like, more casual thing. Like, you're waiting to pick up the kids from soccer practice or waiting for some other thing. Like, it's good for, like, five minutes to an hour, probably, if the if the phone can last that long without being, you know, you know, combusting. But I think it's, like, just good bullshit filler, you know? And that's not the worst thing to have on your phone. What are you going to do? Just re- read articles or Reddit or solitaire or jump whatever flappy bird like i don't know i'd rather play a little poe and do that instead i can see it on like a flight yeah i'm not against the concept of mobile poe i'm against the concept of it on my phone because i have giant sausage fingers and i will not be able to find control i i know actually i have played it i cannot find control path of exile on a phone if i could play it on a switch i'd play it on a mobile switch because that has controllers that I can actually manage without snapping something in half. But on my phone, I just won't be able to play the game to any sort of level that is enjoyable. How serious is it supposed to be taken, though? Like, like, hopefully not, not at all. It's just not... It, it wasn't yeah. fun to control. I think in large part because I don't play mobile games, so I'm unfamiliar with them, and I also have very large hands, so operating a phone is clumsy. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, and I found it was even harder at Exocon to play it because their phones they provided were, for me, smaller than even my own phone. Um, but Man. it did seem like they were trying to come up with concepts that weren't super laid out and clear with regards to, like, swiping while you were playing to be able to do things, yeah. which maybe is a little bit better. That being said, I'm in the exact same boat as Octavian. Once I put two thumbs on the screen... Like half of the screen isn't there, so it's not—it's yeah. not <laughs> as fun to. Not only that, but the, your hands start to sweat within like thirty seconds. So unless it's coming with a fan and like it's—it's it's cooled or something. I get the appeal maybe a lot of controller support to it. That would be great, actually. But I, I get yeah, the thanks. appeal of wanting to play Path of Exile, you know, all the time. That's what I want a lot of the time, anyways. Um, 
So I get the appeal of wanting to be able to play Path of Exile on your bus ride or while you're in the bathroom, as the fit case will be half the time. Or, you know, if you're slacking off at work or something. But where I draw the line is I just don't want to play on a phone. Well, it'd probably be tablet ready, too. I mean, I don't know if that makes any difference for some I would some be more willing to give that a try, for sure. You know, I'm really surprised with, and maybe it's, you know, a respect factor or an intimidating factor because you don't want to, you know, you know you could never achieve it. But I'm kind of surprised with Chris's love. Now, I don't know the guy. I've never met any of them at all, but I'm surprised just with their love and influence of Magic the Gathering that the PoE Mobile's original design wasn't like a card-based game a card battle game as opposed to it just trying to be a mobile version of the existing path of exile i'm surprised it's just not a lore influenced path of exile card battle game i thought that would have like when they said it right away i that was the very first thing i thought of when i was watching it a year and a half ago i think that the mobile thing isn't something that is entirely out of like the the goodness of their own hearts like they're developing technology in doing so as far as like learning more about how to reduce file sizes and some performance issues in addition to making the game available in different platforms like now it's out on ios so like the the port of the original files to the mobile game and then figuring that out isn't something i think that was just like a hey let's just do this because it would be fun like there's stuff to gain from doing it and then also put out a second product which isn't the worst thing to do either So like a a card game would probably have to be built up, you know, from the ground up, new UI, new whatever, you know, content and all of that. But this is they started with something, they're turning it into something else and learning a lot in the meantime, which is hardly time wasted. I remember Chris being asked after one of the talks that he gave when um, Grinding Gear Games would put the S in games and he said they had like no plans of that for years to come. I think they are, are concentrating all their resources on Path of Exile and just kind of dominating the ARPG space. Really are, aren't they, in my opinion? But I guess that's the only game I play. Yeah, I no, I would I would say easily they're the biggest influence in the ARPG space right now. Um, the only competitor coming up on the horizon is Diablo 4, realistically. Like, there's other games that are doing well. Oh, hello. There's other games that are doing well enough to support themselves for sure and are, are doing successfully in the space, but nothing is quite on the scale of PoE at the moment. Yeah. Even the PoE 4 stuff that I've heard is still as a PoE player. PoE 4? PoE 4. What is time? Tyler. What is time? What is time exactly? <laughs> I have been there. Um, no, with Diablo 4, all the stuff that I've, I've seen about it, it just seems after now just... Pl- having bailed on D3 and having played PoE for so many years and only PoE, seeing the stuff that they're coming out with, the RPG elements for Diablo 4, it just seems like so dumbed down still. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like it's considering PoE Here's or PoE players at all. Tree. On a tree, guys, though. <laughs> on a tree. <laughs> what? We're moving the plug from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Unheard of. Uh, did you guys play anything? So I know you only stream path of exile primarily but did you i mean cyberpunk was obviously a big release but are there any other games through this slow time leading up to uh 313 that you played i am not really proud to admit this but i went back to wow <laughs> with the expansion <laughs> nice yeah yeah it's, it's it actually be been a lot of fun down? no because I've, I've settled into a really casual rhythm like i've got a group that i run with that we've 
we're all has-beens and we just you know we play once a night as far as like the raid content and then just kind of casually do dungeons and stuff so it's nothing too intense and serious but it's been really good for me because i was getting super burnt out on poe and streaming poe and kind of like being able to sit down and just play with a group of my friends that knew me from before when I was a streamer has sort of reconnected me to feeling about games that I, how I used to feel about games before I was a streamer, before all this extra context and everything became associated with it. So it's, it's been nice in that regard to kind of, I don't know, harken back to who I was and kind of just go back to being a regular person. Like I actually like, audibly cringe when they're like oh this is this person like she's a streamer and i'm like please don't tell people i'm a streamer like i just want to be a regular jack off or like the next two months please alliance or horde both i have a character on both so but i prefer... i played i played <laughs> vanilla there is an incorrect answer vanilla through cataclysm i played alliance um and then cataclysm through warlords of drainer i played horde and when I came back, I like didn't want to split ties with either of the groups that I played in. So every subsequently, I have maintained a druid on both characters. So I play druid for both. So you're playing a druid? Mm-hmm. What role? Uh, right now, heals. I do a lot nice. of healing. So we just did a... Mostly the Mythic Plus content is the stuff that I really enjoy, which is like the dungeons, but extra. That got dangerous for me. When we started doing Mythic Plus, when that became a thing... I just remember sinking so much time into WoW and loving yeah. trying to rush and trying to get new times and yeah, and it was dangerous. That's why I had to quit WoW and go to PoE was because Mythic Plus uh, mm -hmm. was that mechanic that hooked me a little too hard. And yep. so it's it's kind of fun to push the stones a little bit. I I don't know the the power scaling in Legion was so crazy that it's kind of nice to be at the beginning of a tier with like dog shit gear struggling against uh tier, you know like mythic plus 10 keys and stuff like that like we just barely missed the timer on a 10 for like four seconds and it was hard and that's cool because i remember like doing like 18s to 22s and not feeling anything so it's nice to kind of have that struggle mm -hmm. now i know how my wife feels when i yeah tyler's just week. like glazing over <laughs> he's like what 18 to 22 what are we talking about here i'll <laughs> uh, uh, Hey, then, do you uh, do, do you wow? Do you do the wows? Mm, no, is, is the short <laughs> answer. I played a bit. Um, BK was kind enough to use some in-game gold to get me a, a short little period of subscription to, to play around with. But um, I don't know. MMOs have never really been, been much my thing. Have you been playing anything else during the break besides POE? Or I guess this like weird intern? Uh, I've been playing some Hades. Um, oh, that's so really good. Fun. Mm -hmm. I still need to uh, kill my dad, but you know it's something everybody <laughs> right. goes through. So yeah, I'll get there eventually. And Terraria, we played a bit of Terraria. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I built a castle. He, it was a pretty castle. Wow. Yeah. Terraria is so fun. It was really chill. I think we both needed that. We like stumbled back into that game exactly when we just needed to reset and just chill out and not do anything with a lot of brain power. We made like tree houses and castles and dug like 17 billion holes. It was and amazing. And we have flamingos. That's pretty cool. The boss fights are so much fun in that one too. Like there's just so many things you can do and there's a fun progression to it. Yeah. I bought like a hundred grenades and cheese to the early boss. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was fun. <laughs> so fun. 
That's awesome. Are you just playing like a world, like two person world then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, That's like awesome. no mods, not, not yep. super expert, not hardcore, anything called. weird. No. Hardcore stupid. Yeah. Unless it's Path of Exile. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else. I oh yeah. I played some Hearthstone Battlegrounds too. That, I don't know. It's, oh yeah. It's a, it's an auto chess game, sort of like Dota auto chess. If you're familiar with that. Um, so but, it's a different version of Hearthstone. I didn't know they came out with something else. Yeah, they've been just expanding the on it. They've actually got three different modes now. They've got the regular Hearthstone, where you have to pay a lot of money, um, and then they've got Wizard Duels, where you have to pay more money because you have to also use older sets instead of just the current ones, and then Battlegrounds, where you don't have to pay any money, and that's the one that I play because <laughs> because I don't want to spend money. Because imagine it. actually spending money. What what do you, why what what's the difference for that one that doesn't require you to pay um, any money? So the way the battlegrounds works is you pick a character like a champion or a hero, whatever you want to call it, at the start of the uh, event, and that gives you a certain passive or active hero power for the whole game. You have a list of options between heroes. You're not creating yeah. You own. have a list of uh, so the one paid thing is if you pay a monthly fee, you can select from four characters. If you don't, you select from two. So you have worse odds of getting the character you want or a good high tier character and um then through the course of a match you get offered units each round and you can level up your your uh your tavern is what it's called in order to get better and better units as the game goes on and all of those units are offered equally to everyone cool you don't you don't have to buy cards or anything like that just everybody gets this selection from the same bucket of, of of units and it resets every time you start a new match i'm a little surprised they would put out something like that so am i yeah but it's fun they're just always so focused on the money side yeah that's cool it doesn't have the long-term rewards for your account though that the other one does like i was playing a lot of battlegrounds before i quit hearthstone and it was a lot of fun and it was my favorite mode but in terms of what it does for your account and the rewards you get past like you're not getting anything after the match is done like it doesn't do anything for your account so I could see where it doesn't um, like you have that content, but it's not encouraging you or discouraging you in any way. It's just flat and it's there. Void and then everything Hearthstone. else, if you want. Pardon? Void League Hearthstone, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's cool. That's cool. It's a good uh, it's a good mode. Uh, all right. We're getting close to wrapping up here. What's uh, what's Christmas and New Year's like for you guys? You do anything special or just chilling at home? Probably make a nice meal. That's yeah. Other than that. Just chill. Do you guys care about New Year's Eve? Is that a thing? Like, I'm I'm usually in bed before it. <laughs> I mean, I I don't drink, so that's New Year's Eve is very much a drinking kind of occasion for most people. So I just I don't know. It's, it's never been a huge holiday for me. I've always worked the holidays. Just in the past, it was triple time. So why not? Ooh. So I don't know. Holidays are just opportunities to fatten the paycheck. And then for now, it's, I don't know, eight years of that. It kind of loses a lot of that significance. Do, do people stream? Is it is it common for people to watch? Like, is there numbers gain? Oh, no, there, like it's not. I don't think it's very profitable. I mean, like, I'm um, sure it is because the people that are there are, like, appreciative that they have you. Somebody's to, on. You, yeah, you, they can yeah. watch you. No, but, like, I, over viewership is usually pretty down. Especially, at least in my stream in the morning, everyone's sleeping in. I've usually streamed on the holidays, and I'd say I average about the same. 
which is surprising mm. to me given that most people would be on holiday stuff and all that. So I think a lot of a lot of the time I notice names that I don't see that often. So I think it's, you know, a lot of my regulars That's might not be there, but some of the folks who don't often talk are more encouraged to. You doing anything for New Year's just? No. Dad of the year. Good for you. Good for you. I hang out with my kids. They're not going to stay up that late. They'll want to. <laughs> and we'll play games and probably watch a movie. Till eight o'clock. No, usually we are up actually pretty late. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve has never been a drinking thing for us, though, either. Like we usually would have family over, friends over for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this year, if they do come over, I'll be sneaking them in. Don't tell anybody. Well, <laughs> yes. I'll be up front with my little clipboard. My little, yep. Excuse me, sir. That's uh, how many of you? One, two, three, four times 2,300. Yep. Call the police. You get a fee. You get a fee. <laughs> so here's the funny thing about that fee is that fine goes to the owner of the home and then they can't make you disperse. It's really stupid. So even if you had like 100 people in your home, if they can prove it, then they'll give you a $2,300 fine and then they just go on their way. So what I'm hearing is that parties just have to have a, a high cover fee. Right? That's right. The you just have enough you people just, to split yeah, exactly. it. And you're good. Exactly. There you go. She found out my secret. No, no. <laughs> As always, laws only exist for people who can't afford them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was actually talking to some family that's in law enforcement and I was like, why would they not just make the fine like two or 300 bucks? Because then people would just pay it and not fight it. You make it 2300 bucks. nobody's going to just willingly be like, all right. Anyway, that's just me. Uh, what do you about you, Ty? Christmas, New Year's, what do you got going on? What? You're not doing anything. Nothing. No, we're adhering to all the rules in our area, so we're not seeing any immediate or extended family. Um, it's just going to be the four of us, my wife and two kids. We're like, they're, they're young kids, so we're just kind of learning what our new traditions are you know what what our family likes to do and yeah. so it's a good year for it right because now we're not going to you know jump to one in-law's place or a cousin's place or this or that we're just at home so it'll be kind of nice to do that and obviously the kids they're young they know the covid rules they know it's dangerous but they're just happy to sit at home open their gifts and then they actually get to play with them because we don't have to go anywhere and visit anyone you know any mandatory visits so it'll be a good year but we're just sticking at home we're not doing anything We'll probably go out tomorrow night and drive around and see the Christmas lights in the area. Our town's pretty big on their Christmas lights. So the kids are in that. We had a Grinch drive by today. And you know, like those weird three wheel convertibles, they're cars, but yeah, they're three they're wheels. So, one big yeah, wheel at the back. It's like, come on, dude, just get a motorcycle or like buck up and accept that that part of your life is over. Like you don't need to do this in between <laughs> shit. Like just get a car or have your midlife crisis, crash rocket, and then just own it, man. Well, I, I don't know. Some days it drive, those things drive by and I think they're dumb. Some days they drive by and I think, yeah, no. pretty cool. So this person, though, they drove by today and they had a huge Christmas tree in the back. How did? And I'm like, what's going on? But as we got closer, they were in a legit, looked totally legit Grinch costume. And so it was like they were stealing Christmas. They were just driving around waving at everybody. It was hilarious. Oh and the kids both saw it and their their faces like lit up like they saw Santa Claus. It was awesome. Cool. So were they old? The person the Grinch? Yeah. I don't you know. Tell? I don't know. They were in the a, like a real legit Grinch costume. Who has time to do that? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. And, oh and the three wheeler was red. It was like a sleigh. 
It was like, and because those things, they're like, they're really low convertibles. It wasn't like just a crop top, like the old Volt. You know, remember my old bug, my old Volkswagen? If you were to crop that, the, the convertible's still super high. This thing's super low. Anyway, whatever. It was, we're not doing anything. We're just doing gifts and having a great time and letting them play all day. Hmm. My wife and I, we always watch White Christmas. That's your go to movie. Crosby and Danny Kay. Oh my goodness. Danny Kay makes me pee my pants. He's freaking hilarious. If you haven't seen White Christmas from the, 50s one of the first color maybe the first color movie i don't know one of the first color movies freaking hilarious danny k do it shut up justin what's that one christmas movie you just hear him silently judging you from there what's that one christmas movie where the guy you guys might not not know what i'm talking about but the guy wishes that he had never been born yes it's a beautiful life or it's a wonderful life that that's the one that my family always watched these two always as well i actually still like that one even though it's like super old yeah. Yeah. Every time a bell rings. That one in the one with the, the swing. Scrooge. The one with the Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. It's not well, Scrooge is the one with Bill Murray, and Bill Murray's awesome, but there's the real version. At with Alistair Sims. Yeah. yeah, that one you can't show kids that one though. Do you, you don't watch that with your little sure. ones, do you? Well, it's freaking terrifying. My kids aren't chicken shits. They can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are, we, are we still talking Weezing about the same movie? It's the one with the <laughs> He's talking about so the, it's a wonderful life is fine with kids. Okay, yeah, he's that's talking about great. The, like there's the scene with the bridge, but that's like the darkest it gets. Oh, that would be just that would be dark. Tyler would have to cover his kids' eyes, but yeah. the <laughs> the other one is what's the one? What's I don't know actually what it, it's called. It's with the Scrooge character, Ebenezer Scrooge, and all the ghosts visit him, and he learns that he's not he doesn't need to be such a douchebag. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's a good movie yeah, that's, though. That's that's Scrooge. Just that's Scrooge. No, it's not called that though. Terrible. No, I know, but you don't have to tell us what Scrooge is it's about. It's fine for kids. That's like saying, and the Christmas story is about this little baby named You need named to stop Jesus. talking about stuff because I'm going to have to bleep you. Okay. No more talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have a good Christmas and a good New Year. I know this will come out before New Year's, but um, BK and Octavian, I hope you guys both have a good Christmas and a good New Year's. Thank you. I hope you do as well. Yeah. You guys don't get a Boxing Day weekend. Suckers! Why not? No, instead we get... Because it's a Commonwealth thing. Instead we get the number one spot for most COVID infections in the country. (laughs) Wait, Boxing Day isn't a thing in the States? No. No, no, it's not. That's Canada, UK, Australia. That's We're Commonwealth. It it doesn't mean anything anymore here because we've just decided all of our shops were like, well, the US does... uh, Black Friday and all of our Canadians just go down to the States. So now we have Black Friday. Boxing Day doesn't mean much anymore. It still happens. Still got two sales. Black Friday in this one. Anyway, happy non-Boxing Day weekend to you two. Congratulations. And happy Boxing Day weekend to everyone else and Merry Post-Christmas. Since it's before Christmas today, but it'll be after Christmas. Right, Just? Or am I muted again? This is a time thing again. We're back to this. (laughs) What is time? What is time? <laughs> How is time? This is this is going to be the longest description for an episode we've ever done. I've solved it. It is Christmas time. Oh, hey, that's a song too, isn't it? I feel like that's a song. <laughs> I prob- probably there's there's a lot of people who've tried to capitalize on making Christmas music. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like there's every, a bit of money in it. I think every combination of Christmas plus other thing is a song <laughs> title. Yep. You could add anything to it. <laughs> Little beat and you're good. 
Yeah. All right. Sweet. Let's wrap up this episode 61 of Forever Exiled for our patrons. We'll catch you guys in After Dark. Thank you, BK and Octavian, for joining us. It was a blast having you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. If you're looking for more information, you can find it below. We got a website, foreverexiled.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexiled82. Patreon link down below, Discord down below. See you guys in 62. Peace. <laughs> that was like you're in a hurry to mow your lawn, and it's like a cartoon where you're like, sooner of getting out of a conversation with you, Ty. <laughs> he's he's Arn. just really excited about scotch. Don't take it personally. It's just really it. good scotch, okay? This is how long it takes for Justin to compute things. There it is. What's up? Oh, nothing. Oh, that cramped my a, hand was to get that to you. It, it's, there's a reason I like console. It's old man friendly. I can't, like, mouse it.